Welcome to The Kidney Connection, a weekly show about dialysis wellness, kidney health, and how to make holistic choices that can lead us to the healthiest possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Ebony G, a registered nurse in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information and free resources to help you get started, please visit our website, www.lwapllc.com. I really hope you enjoy listening to this show, but just a reminder, this show is not a substitution for medical diagnosis and treatment. I would like to start um, by having you introduce yourself and and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is uh, Katina Dorsey, and I'm a registered nurse with uh, many years of experience in all kind of different modalities. But um, about to, you know about six years experience in um, the dialysis arena, and um, it was kind of one of my uh, first loves in nursing is what I'm going to say here. Oh, I understand. It was it was mine too. I started off as a tech. Um, okay. Yeah, I started off as a tech in two thousand and one, and I was just I didn't really know what I wanted to do as far as like college or whatever at that point. So I was just like, okay, next step is just to be a nurse. So that's just what I did initially because I was just like, I don't really know what else to do. <laughs> I understand that. I started off as an LPN and. Um, you know, as I transitioned to RN and, you know, kind of moved to a different state and everything, and, you know, that's when I kind of found dialysis and the process and kind of got interested, introduced to it, um, rather, you know, my father-in-law was on dialysis, but back then I probably didn't even know what it was, and then I was like, okay, right. what is this? You know, so coming in it and it kind of being my first um, step into RN and, you know, kind of like my first love in nursing, it was definitely interesting because having a family member going through that, you see it from a different aspect, you know, versus that medical aspect of it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I didn't have anyone at the time. Um, I do, I have a cousin now and my grandmother is on dialysis, but when I first started, I didn't have anyone. I had no idea. I was just responding to an ad in the paper for a job and I went in there like, what is this? But I was immediately interested, like, okay, this is interesting. And then, like you said, it just became, you know, once I started working with the people and their families, it just really just felt like that's where I needed to be. So I see, I see. So that's awesome. So you're going to talk to us a little bit about the modality of home hemo today, which is awesome because I want people to know you know, what options they have is not just in center. And if you're uncomfortable with peritoneal, you do have another option. So can you tell us uh, what what uh, home hemodialysis is like, Katina? Sure. I'm going to say home hemodialysis, but basically the same as in-center dialysis, but you have the ability to perform your treatment, you know, in the comfort of your own home and, you know, kind of on your own schedule, um, so in that sense. But you, you're you 100% responsible for the treatments and what's being performed at home. So it's just another option for um, those that are interested in doing something a little bit different as far as your dialysis treatments are concerned. 
Well, that that definitely sounds like a, a lot of pluses right there. How are the other dietary and fluid restrictions? Um, are they a little different than in center? Like, do you do home chemo daily, or is it just the three times a week, like in center? It's there's two options usually depends on you know your um, the center and what they have or the area because sometimes you can go to a different center and get on the treatment, but there's the first option would be where it's the same as traditional, where you do it three times a week, um, but you do it at home. You could do it at night. You could do it, you know, at your own time schedule. Because some people that's on dialysis, that's the issue, time constraints. Mm-hmm. Then there's another one where it's um, it's called daily dialysis, but when they say daily, you're doing it more frequent. So the three times a week versus doing it anywhere from, you know, four to maybe seven times um, a week, meaning, you know, daily. So you can, Mm -hmm. based on your current um, status, weight, you know, fluid restrictions, dietary restrictions, um, lab, they look and there's a treatment plan that the the nurse and the doctor comes up with to determine what would be best for you. So when you do it on a more frequent basis, um, the treatments are usually shorter and they're slower, they can be slower, and um, it causes a less, um, a different effect. You're able to, most people are able to tolerate the treatments better versus some that have issues tolerating um, in-center or traditional four-hour, five-hour treatment. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, that is awesome. That sounds like definitely like they would um, have a better quality of life because they are, I guess one feeling like they have a little more control over over their life and their dialysis situation. They're able to make you know a better decision that fits more for them. Because I know a lot of patients feel like they don't you know dialysis takes the control away. Because like you were saying, the, they're they're limited in time. Sometimes they don't feel as well, and they they just kind of start feeling stuck, and and depression can set in then. It definitely gives um, a better quality of life because it's, you know, ideal for a patient that's looking to, you know, kind of take some of that control back, not having, you know, it's a certain time, you know, every day or this long or, like you said, not feeling well after the treatment. You know, um, some, you know, people are able to, the ones that weren't able to work, go back to work or just, you know, make it around a schedule of their work or family and um, see uh tremendous, you know, uh, change in their overall quality of life because I'm sure like some of us don't like to be controlled. So in that environment, it's very controlled. And you can say, okay, well, I don't want to do my treatment in the morning. I want to do this and I want to get on at 5 o'clock and I can watch my favorite TV show or <laughs> read my book, whatever. But it's on my own time frame and, you know, I am kind of have more control over my uh, treatment and my overall health. Right, right, which is the important part because uh, when when I teach patients dialysis wellness, I always tell them it's so much more than just your physical, you know, wellness is your is your emotional wellness and, you know, how you're feeling about things. But to me, this these types of choosing modality decisions go into your intellectual wellness, which is, we you know, how are you, what are you looking at reading, researching on how you can, fix how you feel because I'll hear a lot of people say, well, my my neighbor next to me told me that this worked for her, but it didn't work for me. And I always tell them, like, so then try something else. 
like what worked for her might not work for you or you know what what the first six people told you might not work but it's really you know if you want to feel better and you want to live the life that you're choosing to you're going to have to figure out you know what the best decision for you is you can't really have you know you can't really depend on someone else to do that work for you it's like that commercial where they ask the neighbor oh do you know who fixed roofs and the, the neighbor will say yeah and then they'll say okay, well, I need all these lists of contractors. Like, it doesn't work that way. You have to do your own work to figure out what's going to work for you. <laughs> yes, ma'am. There's so many options, so you have to explore it. And don't um, take that one thing didn't work doesn't mean the other option doesn't work for you. As a, you know, patient, you know, with chronic kidney disease, you have, you know, options of several different things. And, you know, you need to speak with your um, care team and see what's, what what may be right for you and try it out and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So what in general, um, if a person is on in-center dialysis and they might be thinking about trying another modality, what kinds of things um, would qualify them as a candidate to, to look into home hemo? Like what do they need? So... Um, the first thing I would say is you need to speak with your nephrologist and your other center staff, you know, your care team, and see what the options are available in your area or at your particular center. Um, but just a couple of things that you, I would say you definitely would need is a partner that's willing to assist you and be there for your treatment. So just like you need someone at the dialysis center to be able to, you know, help with hooking you up and watching you, monitoring you, it would be the same at home. So it would be someone that's willing to assist you as well as um, go through the training with you and be your um, support partner. Um, You need to have, in all modes of home dialysis, you need to have a dedicated area in your home where you would be able to complete those treatments because you want it to be, you know, um, a safe area, uh, a place where it can be fairly clean and sterile so that, you know, everything flows just like it would in the, in the center. So you would need a dedicated area for that. Um, and another thing I would say is you, you need to be able to, uh, willing to adhere to the program guidelines. So while you'll be doing your treatments at home with the assistance of your partner, you still will be monitored by your staff. Um, so you'd have to come in most times, like, you know, um, after your training is completed, you come in, like, you know, maybe once a month um, to have the nurse uh, monitor your lab, um, you know, go over what's going on with the with the physician, um, you know, make sure you're adhering to those dietary and fluid restrictions, see if there needs to be any changes, because just like in-center, at home, sometimes your treatment plan may um Adjust, meaning you could do, um, you could start out where the doctor is saying, well, we really want you to do it every day. And then your numbers become awesome, your fluid restriction is good, your dietary stuff is good, and they can decrease the amount of times that you're doing or decrease how often you're doing it. You know, meaning, it, you know, if you're doing a four hour treatment, it may go to a three hour treatment. So those type of things. So you got to be willing to adhere to the guidelines of what they need in order to have a safe, effective, and you know, a treatment. Right, right. That's awesome. But that's also also a, a great thing for people who you know are not 
you know, I don't I don't think anybody's necessarily always feeling it, but that's a great option because it sounds like you can, you know, improve, you know, have a better I know they always had studies saying that daily dialysis or more frequent dialysis is always better for your body because your kidneys work 24-7 anyway. So, Mm -hmm. you know, to have the option of having, you know, a shorter treatment time or less treatment days definitely would be, uh, you know, a a huge benefit, you know, to so many people. So that sounds like it's, you know, it's great. I would just, you know, advise any any patients, regardless of if they're, you know, not on houses yet. They're they're looking into it in the next three to six months, or they're on to just definitely exp- ex- experiment and you know at least look into more information on home hemo because it definitely sounds like it's a it's a great option. So I thank you so much for just speaking with us a little bit about that and letting us know what the what the deal is. You're very welcome. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Please be sure to share this broadcast with family, friends, or anyone that you think could benefit from it. Also, share your takeaways from this show on your IG stories. Don't forget, use the hashtag LWAP. Check out the show notes for the resources and references talked about in this episode at www. Dot lwapllc.com slash blog. Thanks again. Talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.